and welcome to Surprise Lake Middle School Principal's Office Podcast. I have not done one in forever, but by special request by students, we have the famous Mr. Dodge here. So the first question, Mr. Dodge, introduce yourself, your background, and the time in our district. Hello. Excited to be here. Glad we're able to do this. So, yeah, I'm Mr. Dodge. Um, I have grown up right around this area my whole life. I grew up in Tacoma, still live there actually. Went to school all throughout the Tacoma Public Schools. And then loved it so much here that I decided to stay for college. Went to the University of Puget Sound for my bachelor's and master's degree. Um, and this is my second year teaching in the uh, five school district. Sweet. And you're going to retire here. <laughs> That's the plan. As soon as we uh, talk that girlfriend of yours into <laughs> making sure you stay here. There you All go. right. When did you decide to work in education? Um, I always, so I, it started off, I really liked coaching. I had been coaching swimming since I was in high school. Um, and I loved working with young people, uh, teaching them things, learning from them. So it wasn't really until I graduated my undergraduate with my bachelor's degree that I really thought about getting into education. Um, so I decided because my dad's a teacher, my sister's a teacher, my uncle's a teacher, I have cousins who are teachers, other uncles who are teachers. So a lot of education in my family. And then I finally decided to face facts and realized that I belonged teaching also. So it was about probably four years ago I decided I wanted to be a teacher. So um, that surprises me. So you're telling me you went to, first of all, what was your undergrad in? Uh, business. Business. Business administration. So you went to, like, you have a dad that's a legend, by the way, which is, like, um, the second best Mr. Dodge in the five school district now. But, like, the uh, all that time, you had never considered being a teacher? You just went, I'm going to go to business? Were you, like, fighting it, or were you... Um, I think I fought it for a while. So many teachers in my family. Um, but I was also, well, I was a business major and a history minor. I've always loved history, but I never knew what I wanted to do with it. Um, so then after I graduated undergrad, I finally, I was like, yeah, I don't really know what I want to do with business. It's so broad. I could do so many things. Let's focus on this history side of things. What can I do there? So it was either get into teaching or maybe, you know, go work in a museum or write a book or something, which I don't think I could probably do. No, I think you should write a book, man. I'll read the book. Um, you and me will work on one together. There you go. Join both. I'll I'll do the terrible rambling and give me the good intelligent stuff. All right, what is one thing that the students would be surprised to find out about you? Um, one thing students would be surprised to find out about me. I actually was not the greatest student when I was in middle school and high school. Really? Um, yeah, I was, I was more interested in sports. <laughs> and because of that, um, sometimes my grades were not always the best. I always liked history class and social studies class, but... Um, something that really got me was the sciences, math and science never had success. And my dad being a science or a math teacher, I always told him that I just don't have a math brain. I can't do, you know, Y equals MX plus B when, once you start adding letters to math, it makes no sense to me. I could tell you every sports statistic I've ever seen in my life, but when we start doing equations and doing stuff like that, it totally loses me. So I was not always the best student in uh, school. All right, we have to have a more pot. Remember, students are going to listen to this, Mr. Dodge. <laughs> you have to say that, like, uh, math, there's no such thing as not having a math brain. So 
It is. Maybe I just edit that part out. Yeah, maybe that. I'll be okay. too lazy yeah. to do that. So. <laughs> it's important. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Good. I am just. I have never been great at math. It's always been a uh, Achilles so, heel for me. You know what? When I was uh, when I was in high school, I wasn't good at math because I didn't understand like the uh, like the the tricks to learn right, to, to right. do the problem. But when I went to college and I took stats, mm-hmm. I loved it. It blew my mind. And actually, I, now I nerd out. I listen to Freakonomics podcasts all the time because <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just when it's real. I need math. To yeah, be real me too. Me. Like economic stuff like that. I love that stuff. Investments, everything like that. But yeah, when it's trying to find the hypotenuse of uh, you know, right angle or something like that. I don't know. I get lost. I get Sweet. lost. Okay. <laughs> All right. What makes a good day at school for you? Besides when you get to hang out with me. Right. Besides when I get to hang out with Mr. Bettis. Um, what makes a good day at school for me is I love when students show up wanting to talk. And that could like, that means like a few different things, right? We could talk about like we were in the middle of a lesson today and we were taking some notes on Columbus. We were learning about Columbus. And I had a student raise their hand and just be like, Mr. Dodge, what's your favorite food? Just out of nowhere. We were talking about Christopher Columbus 500 years ago. Mr. Dodge, what's your favorite food? So then we had a five-minute conversation. We went around the room. What's everybody's favorite food? I think I said pizza, but I also like chicken because you can do so many different things with it. I could eat a whole five-pound plate of chicken wings right now. But those different conversations, and then that leads to students wanting to have more conversations and actually us getting back into what we're talking about in class, and it keeps the momentum going. So when students show up and they actually want to have a conversation with you and talk back and forth with each other and you know kind of build off each other that makes a great day for me you know what i'm gonna throw some love your way because i was just in your classroom the other day and that was something that i like i noticed right away is that you every time like because sometimes middle school kids love them love y'all but (laughs) sometimes you say the craziest stuff and you show them such love and appreciation for like when they do that it's like that provides the opportunity so then when they have something that like they just a crazy idea they might have uh, about you know the the subject that you're teaching, and then all of a sudden that gives them the freedom to be able yeah. to speak their mind. So yeah, absolutely. I see, that's love for you, Mr. <laughs> uh, okay, what's the best thing about being a teacher? Oh, best thing about being a teacher. Again, I'm a very social person. Coming to school and every day, I mean, nothing's ever the same with 12 and 13 year olds. Every single day is something different, right? So getting to have like, you know, what did you have for breakfast this morning? What what happened to you after school yesterday? Are you going on a vacation anytime soon? What do you do? What do you do over the holiday break? Just those random just conversations that I get to have with 150 plus of my different students. It just it makes me so happy. I love talking to people. I love communicating. Just having those random conversations just make they make my day so much better. They are cool. I love, you know what? Just like the the, the people. And they are. Every yes. one of them has a cool story. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. All right, what is what? Uh, what is the last? See, I can't even read the last book. Okay, what is the last book that you read? The last book I read. I'm actually rereading this book for the third time. It is called Culturally Responsive Teaching in the Brain. Oh, I got that. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, it's right a, yeah. I have two copies of it. It's actually really good. So I gave it. I gave it as a um, uh, holiday present to one of my friends who teaches down in Texas. She was looking for a good book to read that could kind of broaden her mind on equity and equality and what's happening in schools nowadays. So because I went and found it and I sent it to her over the holidays as a present, I decided to read it again and it just it's such a fascinating book. How the brain works, how we see equality and equity and what different people act like, look like, and how we can get everybody on that same level and give them the same opportunity. It's just it's a fantastic book. 
You know, I love that there's a book, and I love that that's one that's your book. Mm. It seems to me like uh, I've talked to Jeff Nelson before about right. like a book. What's your book that you go back to that kind of shifts your perspective? And mine is Ten Things uh, Great Principles Do Differently, <laughs> and it's really a simple, very simple read. Yeah. It's something that I like. I go back to 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 remember the things that right, like right. that help me. But that's that's good stuff. Yeah. All right, man. What's uh, what excites you about being in education right now? Oh, man. I mean, your frame of reference is short, list. but I mean, <laughs> imagine you may have an idea. You know, I I feel like the past year plus in education has been, you know, a lot of maybe not so great things have been happening with coronavirus and, you know, all the pandemic, everything that we've been through socially in this country. But it's kind of like you don't know what's going to happen the next day, right? Hopefully we're starting to maybe find a way to come to a conclusion with COVID, things open up more, we have more opportunities to do stuff in school. Like I've never been on a field trip in school. I've never taken my kids on a field trip. Go to the museum, go to, you know, someplace to take my students on a field trip. Never been able to do that because of COVID. We have our Washington State History Fair coming up second semester for Washington State History. I don't know what that's going to look like if we're going to be able to have families and people from the community come in. So every single day, hopefully as we're inching towards being better and maybe COVID, hopefully COVID being better is more opportunities to do cooler things in schools. That's what excites me. Right on. Yeah. Right on. All right. Uh, all right. Here's your one piece of advice in your many uh, years of, uh, <laughs> of walking this planet. What's your good piece of advice for a student? Um, I really, I don't know. It's a, it's a cliched saying. People say it a lot, but I've really focused on this for my life. It is the saying that hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard, right? You can be the smartest person in the room, the smartest person in the school. You can have all the brain power, but if you don't use that power, if you do not work hard, you can only get so far, right? Because I've always been a person, like, like I said, I wasn't always the greatest student. I've had struggles in my life. I've been through some stuff, but I worked my butt off to try to get to where I am. And I feel like if I didn't do that, I would be way back further than where I am today. So you can have all the talent in the world, but if you do not work hard with that talent, it can only get you so far. Hard work is going to get you where you want to go. You know what? I'll be attached. <laughs> 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 wait, you were no, crazy. Wait, wait.